Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great one. We're going to try to make it a little bit better for you tonight. Tonight we're, we have a show full of hot topics. Uh, we're talking now, talking about the Derek Chauvin uh, trial. Today was day 16. It's now in the jurors' hands. So, um, you know, praying for the best outcome. Then we're talking about the sad murder of uh, Chicago seven-year-old Jocelyn Adams, uh, who was murdered at a McDonald's drive through and her dad is fighting for his life as we speak. And Safari has interesting comments about that as relates to um, police brutality versus black on black uh, violence. So we'll talk about that. Then breaking down the Academy Country Music Awards, which aired yesterday on CBS, where black artists showed up and showed out breaking records. We'll break down that. And then of course we have to talk about um, Black Rob who passed away at the age of 51. Um, and Diddy making his remarks regarding um, his passing. Hot Topic Sports Fashion, the best music out there. Go to our website, thestephennightshow.com. Connect with us on social media, The Stephen Knight Show. It's typically everywhere. When we come back, the question of the day and Hot Topic. We're right back after this. Up just because he called me babe And I don't wanna get my hopes up just because he ain't the same I don't wanna lend my heart out, I've been through this many times It's no wonder why I be shy, I can't help it My heart's cold and careful when you hold it Need a little tenderness If you're not content with what I come with Don't wanna fall so hard, will I get back up again? 
Hey, what's up? This is Michael K. Williams, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube, Stephen Knight Show. All right, so how's everybody doing? We're down one today, Chike's out, but how's Linnea, Naya, how y'all feeling? It's Monday. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Happy Monday. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, I had a very productive Monday, I have to say that, but, uh, you know, that's a good thing. I don't like Mondays. Oh, question. I'm sorry? I don't like Mondays. I know. I don't either. <laughs> Our question of the day is, what childish things do you still enjoy? Lanier. Listen, I've been trying to figure this out since you said this earlier, and I really don't know, because I don't feel like nothing's childish no more. I don't care how old I am, but I really right. don't. I can't. I really couldn't think of anything. I think maybe the most recent thing I may have done, I went and got on a swing. Mm. And I was just swinging. And then I was like, oh, Lord, how am I going to stop? <laughs> I don't know how I used to. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think. I know it's other things, but for right, right now, that's the only thing that pops in my head, going on the swing. Right. <laughs> what about you, Naya? I guess uh, I, I occasionally enjoy just not listening. You know, when somebody tell you to do something, you just, you, you intentionally just, you know, kick in the childlike mode mm-hmm. just to play with them, you know, and just don't listen. Somebody said, don't do that. Don't you just do it. You know, yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy the spirit of that still. My wife might tell me to do something and I just, <laughs> I, won't, I won't do it with a smile, you know, <laughs> right. Right. horrible. <laughs> well, now you say that cause I can really think of either, but I'm really good at ignoring people and I do it on purpose. Oh, that's a grown thing. That ain't no kid thing. That's a grown thing. <laughs> <laughs> really good at that, though. And I know I burns people up. <laughs> All right, well, tweet us let us know what is the childish thing you still enjoy. We have some good answers on Facebook, by the way. All right, so today was day 16 of the Derek Chauvin uh, trial, and prosecution has given the closing arguments in the trial ahead of the jury's verdict. Remind jurors that George Floyd's death was definitely a murder. Now, during the closing arguments today, uh, uh, his defense team, led by Eric Nelson, stated that due to George Floyd's extreme strength, he tried to call it superhuman strength, uh, Chauvin was justified in restraining him. He also revealed that since George Floyd was uh, talking while he was being restrained, he could breathe. And according to some, that's common thing that police officers say, although experts who, who uh, testified said that because you're talking doesn't mean you can breathe. Nair is now in the jury's hands during deliberation for the next few days. I know that you were hesitant and you're kind of apprehensive about what's gonna happen. Well, how are you feeling when you hear these closing remarks? You know, it's, it, 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 <laughs> you know, I, I don't really feel a certain way. Um, I know it's a game and I know you got one side fighting for just to get off and you got the other side fighting for what they fighting for, uh, whether they make it seem like they're fighting for a good cause or not, they, they want to win the case too. But uh, again, I, I won't be surprised if justice is not met or does not meet the, the, the public where we believe it should, the black American public. I won't be surprised. Mm. Apparently, Maxine Waters was at um, a protest over the weekend, and she made a comment, something like, if he doesn't um, get found guilty, we need to um, push back more. 
that she didn't use those words. That's pretty much what she was saying. And so apparently I heard that the judge said that the trial could be thrown out because of her statements. So, I mean, I'm thinking, are they trying to find a way to let this guy off? Um, what are your thoughts, Lania? As much as people have been talking outside of this case, and just because she said that it can be thrown out, like, mm -hmm. on what grounds? Right. She's, she's expressing her opinion, um, and she's entitled to do that, just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know that there was like a, at the end of the prosecutor's um, summation, mm -hmm. um, he said that, you know, <laughs> was it the prosecutor or, I think it was the prosecutor. It was something along the lines of, because the defense, the defense side was just like, you know, because he was so big and, right, you know, right. he had, he had an enlarged heart or a big heart and that's why he died. But the prosecutor was like, no. The defendant had a small heart. That's why he died. I mean, that was kind of, oh, okay, it's a little shady. Right. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, but I, I, I'm like, now here, it's like, we want to be optimistic. Right. But we also know what happens mm -hmm. in these situations, and there's never, ever any justice. Yeah. They said one third of police officers are found guilty, typically in these cases. Yeah. But um, yeah. but they um, there's something I was gonna say. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, they already have in major cities. They already have a lot of the stores boarded up and national guard sent out, mm -hmm. especially obviously in Minnesota. So. And, really? and you know, and you know that's crazy too because it's like they plan, you know. Uh, our unrest. They, it's like they, it's a game for them. So board up the windows for a couple of months, you know, close the doors, and then they'll be back to normal to the next situation. It's like a game. Yeah. That, that's you know another reason why I'm not so. I, 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 what are our people going to do? You know, if they do, if he does, when is it ever going to be the time for us to really do what Maxine is saying? What, you know, what she's really saying. You know, mm, yeah. that the. Mm. It's amazing how mm. National Guard is on speed dial right now, but yep. on, on January 6th, yeah. they weren't on speed dial. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's that's very, very interesting. And um, I don't know if you guys caught what Chris Como said. Chris Como. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, Chris Como said something that he probably might get in trouble for, not from us. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that uh you know he heard some feelings with the comment i don't know if neither of you heard it but did you yeah hear about about i didn't he, i didn't hear him say it, but i think i might have read a statement about him until they start killing the other kids yeah yeah more 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 than killing white kids it wouldn't even affect them if it was white kids it's yeah it's when they start killing them george floyd wasn't a kid Many of these, many of these black people were not kids. Many of them were grown full yeah. men. So it ain't the kids, that too. But it's gonna be when it's a full-on war on the terrorists. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. it's not even. I think that um, <laughs> um, what you call it? Um, I just mentioned this to somebody earlier. Well, even with what Chris Como said. They've been shooting up schools and they don't care. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's true. 
Yeah. Well, sad news yesterday. Um, so we're sending our condolences along with the shade room who reported this, that the family of seven-year-old uh, Jocelyn Adams, she was unfortunately shot and killed yesterday while in the car with her father in McDonald's drive-thru. According to ABC7 Chicago, authorities said that the shooting took place on Chicago's west side near Roosevelt Road and Kedzie Avenue at uh, 4.15 p.m. The victims of the shooting were later identified, again, as seven-year-old Jocelyn and her 29-year-old father. And once officers arrived on the scene, they placed Jocelyn in the back of their SUV and rushed her to Stroger Hospital, where she was pronounced deceased. Uh, Stroger. As of Monday, her father still remains in the hospital, serious condition, and McDonald's employees say that two men jumped out of another car and approached the car with her and her father and fired multiple gunshots inside the car where she was shot multiple times. Now, Safari, we all know Safari from reality TV. Um, he tweeted, seven-year-old shot and killed and wasn't by a police officer. So what's the next step? Who do we hold accountable? Or do we pick and choose when we stand together? Disgusting. Obviously, it's sad what happened to her. But what do you think about Safari's comments, uh, Linnea? I mean, he's right. <laughs> it can't always be an uproar when, you know, when it's police involved, but not when it's in-house community involved. When nine times out of 10, somebody know who did it and who it was, where they went, who they stand with, they mom and them, their cousins, somebody knows something and they never want to say anything. And it's not an upbraid. It's like nobody has a problem until it, it's cop involved. So there has to be some it has to be some form of balance and some form of accountability mm. in-house, and it's not. Yeah. I know people um, typically when it comes to like police brutality and then they um, bring up Black-on-Black -black violence, and a lot of people say that's two separate issues. Obviously, both need to be dealt with, but do you think in this case what he's saying, because since there has been such an uprise you know, with police brutality and now we, we're seeing this young, innocent girl killed, do you think this is the time to have that conversation now? Yeah, it's, 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 it's still the time to have the conversation. Uh, we got to do something about our family in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You know, Chicago, uh, New Orleans, a few, we got to do, especially Chicago, we got to do something about our family. We got to save our brothers and our sisters and our children in Chicago. Um, Chicago, is, it's a city on fire. I mean, it is unprecedented the amount of murders that happen in that city year mm -hmm. after year, you know, it is just, they're not the only, they're not the only, it's not the only city, but I'm talking yeah. about within our community. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Um, but it's always the time to have that conversation. Uh, is that the way to have it? I, I, I can't say, but uh, I get his sentiment. I get Safari's sentiment. Um, and I, I'm, I'm totally aligned with uh, El Boogie as well, you know, we can't be just pointing our fingers at the oppressor. We also need to make sure we we doing the right thing. And we're not doing the right thing in a lot of cases because of the oppressors, because of the work done on us by the oppressors. But there is some things that we also need to be able to do and control. We have to have some control, some self-control, uh, aside from all the issues and the things that we're dealing with oppressively. We, 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 gotta, we have to save ourselves. I agree, I agree. I mean, senseless, sitting in the drive at McDonald's, and you're murdered. I mean, oof. so yeah, our condolences. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very yeah. sad. Yeah, it, it, it definitely. Mm -hmm. And I hope the father pulls through. 
Yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a couple more hot topics. We'll talk about the Academy Country Music Awards where Black people shot, showed up and showed out. We'll talk about that when we come back. I right got this. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Sexy, gorgeous, and beautiful. Everything that we do is rememberable. I'm feeling you from your head down to your toes. Don't have to speak, gonna, I'm gonna show.
Again, we're all over social media. Go to our website. We can check out our new merch. We have some things you'll definitely like. All right, so the Academy uh, of Country Music Awards aired on CBS last night. And let's just say Black artists came through and shattered ceilings, making Black history. Now, country singer Mickey Guyton, she co-hosted the show alongside Keith Urban. Now, she's the first Black woman to ever host an award show, you know, for that award show. Um, she also graced the stage with a performance. Now, if you don't know Mickey, she is a talented voice behind the song Black Like Me and is no longer a stranger to making history. The singer is the first Black solo female artist to earn a Grammy nomination in a country category, according to CNN. Now, she also performed an original song at the, AMC, the ACMAs and was the first Black solo artist to do so. Jimmy Allen, he's a country singer behind the hit Best Shot, uh, and he became the first Black artist to win the award for New Male Artist of the Year. Jimmy spoke to New York Post about his historical win. He said, it's about time. What I'm hoping for it does is open some doors for more Black artists to have some success in country and more Black artists to feel comfortable enough uh, to do country if that's what they want to do. Now, the list doesn't stop there. Kane Brown, he won the video for the, excuse me, video of the year award for his track, a Wonder, Worldwide Beautiful. He's the first Black solo artist to win. Black artists also showed up and commanded a stage with performances. The New York Post reported, now alongside Mickey, um, Jimmy and Kane also got opportunity to showcase their talents on the big stage. Carrie Underwood performance also featured gospel superstar CeCe Winans. Not, not, didn't stop there. They also got a special treat uh, when um, Black's husband and wife duo, Black husband and wife duo, Michael Trotter and Tanya Blunt uh, known as the War and Treaty, they performed as well. I didn't watch, but did you watch? What do you think about Black people um, having success in country music, where it was always dominated by white males and then white females? Uh, Naya. I didn't watch it either, but I love country music. I absolutely love country music. And Darius Rucker been in the game for a while. I'm surprised they, his name not uh, hasn't, yeah. hasn't, like, hasn't you know been attached to any of those awards. I'm sure they have, actually, but... Uh, yeah, I, I love country music. So I, that, that's a good thing. That's a positive, very positive uh, thing. Because like you said, the, the genre of country music is so overrun by, um, you know, people who don't look like us for many, 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 many years. Although Charlie Pride, you do have some very old yeah. singers. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing that uh, country music is, no matter how long it takes, they're opening their arms and their stages and platforms to 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 our artists because we also experience that side of the uh, the American experience, you know, country living, country life. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you? Um. Sometimes I get tired of hearing the first black 
dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, kudos to her. Um, but sometimes I, no, I get tired of hearing it all the time because it should already be commonplace. Right. right. Um, and congratulations to everyone um, that was a part. I will say this. They're probably feeling the effects of everything that's going on. That's why you had some color. Because mm-hmm. when Beyonce performed with the Dixie Chicks, they hated it. White folks had a fit. Yes. Yes. A smooth fit mm-hmm. about and, and we're talking about Beyonce. Right. A smooth fit. Yep. That happened. So for them to have all this color, I mean that's an awesome thing. You know, people want to put in their little uh <laughs> what do you want to call it? The little the little uh, political, politically correct, you know dipping their fingers in to yeah. make sure that, you know, they're, they're toeing the line, but, um, I, it's a great thing. Um, you know, I, I've, I've watched, actually, um, is it Kane Brown? He performed at yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's awesome to see that dynamic. And, um, if you don't know who Tanya Blunt is, uh, you can check out Sister Act. Mm-hmm. Song, Eyes on mm-hmm. the Sparrow. Well, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, Of course, her and her husband have been, you know, they've been doing their thing with, you know, with their group. They're kind of like another version of of Kendrick Family Soul to me because they're a husband and wife and they're doing their thing. They sing together. They're amazing together. So um, I think that that's an awesome thing. But I'm really over the first dot, dot, black, Mm -hmm. dot, dot, dot. No, I get that. I get that. And I watched, um, they did a special on CBS this morning featuring uh, the Mickey woman, you know, who, young lady who hosted. And um, she just talked about her, why, how she loved um, country music. Her grandmother used to love Dolly Parton. And so she would have all these black movies and CDs and then there'd be Dolly Parton. <laughs> she said, that's how she fell in love with country music. And um, she said, cause you know, typically with black artists, she's supposed to sing R&B or do hip hop. And so the fact that she's becoming successful in the industry, in the genre, you know. So kudos to her, kudos to her. Beautiful Hopefully thing. again, we will get today one thing about First Black, like you said, First Black. Well, Little Nas X, you know, he continues to find himself in the center of controversy regarding his music and his shoes that has been uh, pulled. But now his personal life is under scrutiny, uh, especially when it com- comes to his relationship with his mother. So following the release of a viral video that showed his mom uh, in a local Atlanta street corner, presumably asking for money and food. Many were wondering why he's not helping her out. So he took the social media to explain. You all know he's known for trolling and uh, you know responding to things on social media, so he did. He said, I hate speaking on my personal life, but y'all in words do, do know how many, don't know how many nights I've cried myself to sleep, feeling guilty because nothing I tried would help my mom. Paint me as the bad guy all you want, but at the end of the day, you don't know me outside of this internet. Now, meanwhile, um, it was previously reported last week that Little Nas X and his record label, Columbia Records, took the social media to allege that his controversial song, Montario, Call Me By Your Name, was being pulled from streaming services. However, it still remains uh, out there and they think it'll be pulled soon. Do you think he should have addressed this or do you think he kind of had to since the video went viral, Nair? You know, it's his choice. But I mean, when you're a public figure, that's that's just, that comes with it. You know, people people going to find things like that. They're going to dig. People knew you before you were famous, you know. So 
the guys I think who who saw his mom were some of the people who knew him before he was famous and kind of got that video out into the to the public that way. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, you dress it if you want to. Nobody's making you do anything. You know, that's you deciding to address it and and to disclose things or not. You know, uh, but uh, if you're really trying to to help some people in in a certain way, help the youth. Uh, then you probably do want to address this in the most positive way you can in the most productive way as far as the relationship. Let people know the story. There may be someone who can relate that can actually help your mother. The yeah. more you share the story, you know, we all got drug addicts in our family and, and worse. Um, sometimes it takes years, years of everybody counting them out before they actually, you know, break through. So who knows, sharing the story might be of a benefit to him. So he doesn't have to worry about that feel, feeling of guilt any longer. You know, he can actually feel achieved with helping his mother mm-hmm. with his platform. So yeah, you know. Linda? Um, everything is a choice. Everybody has a choice. You don't know his dynamic. You don't know how he grew up. You don't know their relationship. You don't know whether she really raised him. Like there are so many factors that you don't know. Just because, just because someone birthed you that doesn't mean she took care of him Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't mean just because he's in a position to help doesn't mean he has to Mm -hmm. um that's a choice that he has to make and you know i can't speak but a majority of of black folks have dealt with you know people who are on drugs in their families and you've been stolen from lied to beat down everything and a person has to hit rock bottom. I'm not responsible for somebody's recovery and I can't help, I can't have you um, disrupting my peace because of what you have going on. Mm-hmm. And that's what they tell them like when they get ready to go to counseling or when they're trying to get help. And that's what they tell you when you do an intervention, you got to let them go. Mm-hmm. They got to want to get the help because if you keep, trying and trying they're going to keep dragging you down once they get everything from you and they still on they just gonna move on Mm -hmm. and that manipulation and guilt is serious i've seen people go through it it's serious Mm -hmm. and you have to protect self that's that self you know that self-protection you got to protect yourself so i you know i don't know his story you know what i mean and and god bless him um he's he's in that He's considered a, a millennium, millennium, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Right. They talk too much on social media. Shut up. <laughs> like, stop putting everything out there. And then right. when you put everything, see, don't be picky about what you put out. And then when somebody put it out, just put something mm-hmm. else out. Then you ain't your feelings. You putting everything else out there. So how you going to get mad? Like, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all just want to put everything out there. Like, yo. I know I'm not super old, but listen, uh, I'm happy we ain't have all these, you know, these social medias and stuff when I was coming up because I had fun and I had it and it's not recorded. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. All right. Well, um, sadly, you know, we lost um, Black Rob, former bad boy rapper. Um, but as many people around the world, in the music world, uh, continue to mourn his recent passing, many were waiting for words from his former boss, Diddy, um, who did finally take to um, a heartfelt tribute on Instagram. He posted a picture 
and he said, rest in power, King. As I listen to your records today, there's one thing that, that they all have in common. We have made millions of people all around the world feel good and dance. You are one of a kind. God bless, love. You will truly be missed. Now, as previously reported, Black Rob passed away at the age of 51, which was confirmed by rapper Mark Curry, who has been giving updates on Black Rob's condition since uh, he was filmed in a local hospital last, early this, early, earlier this month. Curry announced that Black Rob had suddenly passed away due to kidney failure. In the video, he also said that he wanted Rob's children to reach out, get in contact with him, presumably to help in any way he can. I mean, lost DMX now, Black Rob. Lanilla, what are your thoughts on this past? Um, I mean, when I saw the video of him, you know, mm -hmm. after DMX died, he was only 51. Yeah. And you're like, damn, kidney feel what what I I I don't I don't even know how to process that, but I guess what bothers me more is that there's a GoFundMe to help for his services. And I'm mad at that. Like I, I hate when I don't, I, I have this thing of seeing our people use yeah. GoFundMe to raise money. Like I'm gonna need y'all to invest in some life insurance. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need y'all to do that. Like, I don't like seeing that. You know what I mean? Like sit down and talk to somebody and, and, and try to set up as much as you can. You know what I mean? For when that time comes, like, I, and the fact that this man had records and he has to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I feel some type of way about that. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm sorry that he's not here. I'm just, and you know how they say stuff happens in threes. And I, yeah, I, I thought about that when he passed. It's too much. It's yeah. too, but Scotty Pippen's um, son passed away. Yeah, passed away. Yeah. So I'm like, it's horrible. Mm. And um, Diddy did get some backlash because apparently him and Black Rob weren't the best place, um, you know, since when he left Bad Boy and I guess since. Um, some people feel like he had to make a statement because he was his former boss. Now, what do you think about the backlash he's getting? Uh, Diddy's so magnified and it's we feel because we've been a part of his story this magnification for so long a lot of us feel like we know him we feel right. like we know his character we feel like we know his personality we feel like we know someone like him so when you see all these things see all these things you hear all these stories you kind of attribute you just attribute them to him somebody says that yeah. he did a bad in business you just attribute it to him the locks come out and say they want his publishing you attribute it to him so you think everything was like that so you kind of look at diddy you know, uh, as man, was you, you know, really doing people dirty like that? We don't know. You can't blanket every every situation, but uh, it is it is very likely that he was. Uh, it's very likely that he's the proper recipient of this backlash, um, uh, but but we don't know. We don't know. It's, it's unfortunate that you you have to get that at a time like this. Again, the person who really the soul that we really should be looking at is the one that was just lost, you know, yeah. the life that was just lost, their family and so forth. Mm -hmm. But people always look at when someone's demise is, you know, here, when they reach their demise, they look at the people who may have been a part of that somehow, some way with their business, their money, whatever, you know, right. so unfortunately, when I saw him, I, he looked, he looked really bad in that first video. Yeah. He, was very, he looks very, very bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mm. very sad that it hasn't happened at this time this way, but uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, for sure, for sure. 
Well, listen, thank you as always for Hot Topics. When we come back, Adam and I are going to take on movie views. I'm stepping in for Chike. Uh-oh. <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs> thank you, Steve. Bye. All right, P Milk Murder. Oh! Oh! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! You niggas thought I fell off? Hey, what they talking about? Huh? Now tell me what's part of the earth. Tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. Tell me what's part of the earth. Tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. Nigga. Tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. And tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. Yeah. Tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. Yeah. Tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. Nigga. Yeah. Tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. Yeah. Tell me what's part of the earth. I fell off. My bank account say different. Which lane am I switching? Which bitch am I hit? Extensions on the clip end. 14k on my wrist. Got a bad bitch that don't listen. I never forgot the mission. I'm still on the rap mission. Or some secret service shit. I break my foot up and down on Trump ass. Pretty bitches ride without a fun pass. I got a brand new whip that go dumb fast. I'm walking front of that trap house. Killing niggas bring Max out. Drug dealers bring packs out. Instagram hoes bring their ass out. Cause I'm super fucking famous. Lord knows that I made it. But all this motherfucking hatred. Finna get these niggas cremated I'm a litty nigga with a swish of sweet Washed up in Don Perrion Put a bag on his body parts Then book a flight with the carry-on No problem fucking that flight attendant 20 minutes to vagina finish Throw the pussy out, I'm a menace Just remember something they forgot to mention If I come from nothing and I got the visit Pop and sit without a pop the business Cut the cousin and I shot the witness Fuck them all, this ain't a lot to live in part of the earth Tell me was part of the earth, I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth. Tell me was part of the earth, I fell off, nigga. Tell me was part of the earth, I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth, I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth, I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth, I fell off, nigga. Tell me was part of the earth, I fell off. Tell me what's part of the earth I fell off My bank account say different Which lane am I switching? Which bitch am I hit? Extensions on the clip end 14k on my wrist Got a bad bitch that don't listen I never forgot the mission I'm still on the rap mission Tell me what's part of the earth I fell off Bomb in the church like I cut my head off Got it from the dirt, niggas know I'm well off Crushing a purse, living coke over Kellogg Please be works in the I'm a mellow Just caught a body, now it's time for me to bellow I was here bobbing and weaving that pussy Niggas be cuffing, I'm leaving that pussy Ha! All about a motherfucking dollar bill Tell a motherfucker with a sign still Ten different currencies, commas, mills Trippin' overseas in a Ghana, Phil Beat a nigga ass, no limit, still Leave a bitch sick around they danger, Phil Double dose of that vitamin, hit a bitch with that finish Salute to the Z's in the canister Niggas movin' those Z's and Z's Have a limit Z's and Vans Rockin' spiky Z's and Jackie Sippin' on your Z and passin' Rosary B's and body Playin' on my knees and Gotti Nigga, that's the reason why we Tell me was part of the earth. I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth. Tell me was part of the earth. I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth. I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth. I fell off. Tell me was part of the earth. I fell off. Tell me was part of the ear
I fell off, nigga. Yeah. Tell me was born in the earth, I fell off. Yeah. Tell me was born in the earth, I fell off. Motherfuckers that never noticed though. Yeah, never ever ever noticed. No haters ever possible. King Moshpit.
Welcome back to the show. What's going on, Adam? How you feeling? I'm feeling great, Stephen. How are you? I cannot complain. Monday, another Monday, and we're here. <laughs> How was it looking? Uh, it was good. You know, the weather was nice. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're getting into those uh, good weather days, but mm -hmm. still it's like it gets maybe into the like low 60s and stuff still. So yeah, uh, I'm ready for summer. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it was good. That's good. That's good. Well, I'll let you get started with uh, Chica's out today, so I'll let you get started with movie reviews. Sure thing. So the movie I saw is called The Courier. Uh, and this is a historical drama starring Benedict Cumberbuck as this uh, Englishman named uh, Greville Wynne. And it's based on a true story and true events. And this gentleman is a person who was recruited by MI6 and CIA in 1960 to help communicate with a high-level Russian uh, Soviet uh, member that wanted to help relay state secrets uh, to the UK and the US. And so he's just a kind of a simple uh, businessman that's in trades and he gets recruited and he goes along with this plan to deliver these secrets which include actually like detailed plans of the missiles that are being sent to Cuba in 1960, you know, the cause of the whole Cuban missile crisis and things like that. And what happens along the way of how their stories progress. And it is based on a true story. So I, there, I mean, I could tell you kind of give a spoiler, but it's definitely an interesting story. Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job. Uh, Rachel Bronson, who is uh, Miss Mabel's Miss Mazel's in the movie as well. And, he, he just does a great performance and it really gives you that, you know, we don't, I, I think a lot of the spy dramas and those kind of Cold War spy movies, we don't get as many these days. And this one's a really cool one that just kind of tells a different story and uh, does a great job of not being over the top or being like too dramatic and just kind of giving you the nuts and bolts of what happened. So uh, this was a rental on Amazon. Um, but highly recommend worth the rental if you're looking for something different. I know we're we're in that in-between season right now where uh, Oscar nominations are out, award seasons are kind of wrapping up, so nothing exciting is going to come out until uh, the summer. But this one is definitely one to check out. Nice, nice. Whoa, I forgot I did see another movie. Um, it's called uh, Thunder Force. Oh yeah, what did you think? I, I was on the fence, and I heard it was kind of a, uh, it was a review. Uh, well, yeah, tell me what you think. Well, Melissa McCarthy and October Spencer—they're the stars of it, and um, the premise is: so October Spencer, she's extremely smart as a kid. She gets bullied, but Melissa McCarthy pretty much beats everyone up, and they become best friends. Um, but October Spencer's character is very focused on her studies because she wants to finish the work her parents did by creating the first real um um act, not action figures what's it called um you know what's like, it called? Like, superheroes super oh heroes. yeah okay yeah yeah so um time goes on they have a falling out time goes on and then octavia moves back to the to where they're from in new york and builds this huge you know lab and you know she's very successful and so Melissa McCarthy had reached out to her to, to invite her to their high school reunion, but October didn't, October didn't come. And she said, well, I know that she don't like going to stuff by herself, so I'm gonna go get her. So she goes there and they reconnect. And at first it's a little bumpy, but um, 
was she told her don't touch anything i'm gonna because she had spilled her drink or something on october when she came to meet her and mm-hmm. she said, i'll go change but don't touch anything she had all these gadgets and stuff everywhere of course she's touching everything and she ends up taking the first dosage of what you need to become a superhero and so she was like oh my work 20 years of work down the drain blah 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 <laughs> but decided to use her to be the first superhero mm-hmm. and so they ended up um working together they both become superheroes they work together to defeat the villains in the area it's hilarious you know most of these hilarious anyway yeah but um it was good it was kind of corny but it was good though it was good yeah yeah, yeah. i mean no yeah. i heard i heard it was it's uh it's a, kind of a trouble of having a talented cast but a weak writing uh, yeah weak writing. And yeah. you can really see that. I, I've heard people say in that movie. Uh-huh. And apparently Melissa McCarthy is one of the producers of the film. But um, it that got four out of 10 on I, IMDb, mm-hmm. 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Metacritic been... 34%. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably for the, the fans of Melissa yeah. McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. It's a good little laugh, you know what I mean? But it's silly. Yeah. Now, uh, TV shows, you know, I know Chige and you guys watch more of kind of the serious stuff, but have you, uh, have you watched Keenan yet? This is the, the sitcom by Keenan Thompson. No. On, is that on NBC or somewhere? Uh, I don't know what, I, I watch it on Hulu. Um, okay. Highly recommend it. So uh, for anyone who's not aware, you know, Keenan Thompson has a new show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays, he actually plays a uh, morning uh, TV host for, in Atlanta. So it's like, good oh, morning, wow. you know, Keenan, good morning, Atlanta, you know, whatever, good premise. Right. Uh but what so it started off a little slow but you know it's really hit its stride uh all the characters are great chris red who is uh who's in snl as well mm-hmm. he's he's like he's he's a standout star of the show i'm glad like i don't know how they got involved obviously through snl but like how he brought him along but he plays keenan's brother in the show and okay. he's hilarious he's great i mean he's great in snl um and so definitely, if you haven't seen it yet, go on Hulu, binge it. Uh, it you won't be disappointed. Yeah, it, I knew we had it, so I just hadn't seen it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I highly I recommend binge, it. I binge watched a show on um, Amazon Prime, Them. Mm-hmm. I heard about it, and so I decided to watch it. And it's a thriller, but it really touches on redlining, you know, on race-related issues, but also has uh, spirits and ghosts and all that kind of crazy stuff. So it's about a black family who moves from North Carolina to an all white Los Angeles neighborhood in 1953. And um, the, the husband is a, as a um, engineer who was hired to this co- by this company in California, but the man never told his boss he was black. And so they moved to all white neighborhood. No one wants them in there. Um, and they go out their way to to try to get them out of there. And a lot happens, a lot. I mean, but it's it's not it's not just based on that family. They're the main characters, but the neighbors, they all have their own stuff going on. And it is crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I thought it was great, but it, sometimes it is hard to watch. <laughs> um, but I thought it was good. I thought yeah. it was really good. And um, All the yeah. episodes are out or they still- yeah, They're all out. out, the whole, yeah, I watched the whole season. Um, yeah, if you we'll, we'll, uh, us, it's it's in the vein of that. Yeah. It's in the vein. So if you like us, then you'll like this. But um, the acting is really good. 
but it, it's just it's it's a, it's definitely a interesting watch. Okay, that's good to know. Oh, yeah. uh, now, are you a Mortal Kombat fan? Did you ever watch the movies growing? Did you see the two movies when you were young? Probably, but I don't okay. know. I like the, I love playing the game. <laughs> okay, well, there's a new there's a new Mortal Kombat movie next weekend. Okay, for HBO fans, so um, definitely that's on my radar for what's coming up. Nice, nice. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, anything else coming down the pipeline, or is that is that your big your big? That's the big one. I mean, Oscars I think are coming up this Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you know, I'll probably watch hit clips here and there. Uh, you know, award shows aren't like the biggest thing for me to be right. interested in, but I do like reading about it later and seeing um, who, won. who won, and you know, just uh, just your kind of your your yearly reminder. Award shows they're all marketing, so mm-hmm. you know, studios choose what they want to be a best picture or what they want to put up uh so for example in the case of like judas and the black messiah neither um neither leads actually got nominated for best lead actor um yeah and i don't know if that's just the studio again the studios kind of choose how they want to market it and the oscars figure it out it so again take it with a grain of salt but uh that'll probably be something fun to watch and see uh what comes of it i'll watch it on youtube (laughs) yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> well adam thank you as always let us know what, what to spend our time and money on and what not to do and have a great week all right thanks you too all right right back after this
City Chiefs mm. and also the Washington football. Oh team. yeah, he's retiring. Yeah, yeah, he's the um, quarterback who had that that massive leg injury. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. people really thought that he would have retired then, um, but but he but but he didn't. He he got himself back healthy. His leg was strong, and he actually came back and played last season. And I mean, just the courage that that took. I mean, his it. It was like yeah, yeah. It was it was bad. Like mm-hmm. he 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 actually almost lost his leg. Like that's wow. how serious the um injury injury was. Well, um, he has announced that he is retiring mm-hmm. from yeah. um, football. So, um, yeah, he he. Yeah. I give him his props, man. It's like time. He, yeah, it, 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 it was time. It was time. Yeah. But uh, but a strong come come. Competitor, competitor mm-hmm. and came back and um no he yeah props to him yeah yeah props yeah like props for that um NBA they 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 they're dribbling and shooting balls and stuff right now <laughs> <laughs> well I do want to send a condolences to Scotty Pippen you heard his oldest son passed away no he posted on Instagram what yeah. Yeah. Oh, he said man. that if, he said that he I don't know why how he passed, but he said that he struggled with asthma. And if he he feels like if he never had asthma, he would have been in the NBA as well. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know, Scotty, personally, I actually hope. OK, these are three Chicago Bulls that I would like to meet um, in the um, future. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen's one of them. 
Yeah. Derrick Rose, mm-hmm. another one, mm-hmm. and BJ Armstrong. Yeah. Those three bulls are who I would just really like to just have a conversation with, talk, have have a have a you know a, a spot of tea. Yeah. Um, you know, a beer, whatever, you know, just yeah, just just to hang out. I spotted tea. You know, that's my little you know, I gotta give my condolences to you know, you know, yeah. to Queen Queen um E E. Elizabeth and the family and stuff. So that was my little, my little, yeah. my little props to the family and stuff over there in um, England. But um, anyway, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear sad. that. But I've, I've been out of social media for like right. a few, few days and stuff. So I didn't know that. Dang, I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks, Scotty. Sorry to hear that. Wow, wow. Oh, oh man, that dang. That, Not a lot going on in sports these days. That's so tough. I get it. That is tough. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, Bro, that's, I mean, have you heard anything else going on in sports, man? You know? Not really. I know that uh, Serena Williams, she signed some production deal, and one of the projects she's been doing is a documentary on her herself, so, oh. amongst other things. So I think that'll be interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for sports. You, you know, yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. No, I know. It'll pick I, up, though. It'll pick up. My, yeah, it's it's gonna pick back up. Oh, and um, the uh, Olympics, you know, it's that's still kind of yeah, kind of up in the air and stuff mm-hmm. right now. Is it gonna happen? Is it not gonna happen? Right. Yeah. What do you think? Quickly, what do you think? You you think that it's? I think gonna it's gonna happen. happen. I forgot which country pulled out. Um, I don't know it was Korea. Somebody pulled out, but um, pulled out. Mm-hmm. It's Japan because of COVID. It's in Tokyo. Oh, oh, you mean not actually going to compete? Yeah, they're not going to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought you meant like pulled out and not hosting. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. You meant com- yeah. to compete. Okay. Well, hopefully yeah. they'll find a safe way to do it, especially if more and more people are getting vaccinated. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so we'll yeah. see. It's just one we, of those things. We shall see. I think that it's it's going to happen too. I think that there's too much money invested. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I, I think money is a big thing. But also, I, I think people want to compete. And, they do. Um, it's gonna be a downsize yeah. event, but um, but yeah, I think if people are, are are vaccinated and if they feel comfortable doing it, yeah, do it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, Mark yeah. Cobb, thank as always. Have a great week. I know you'll be off for the next couple of weeks studying, so good luck yeah. to you with that. All and right, uh, we'll see when we get back. All right, brother. Appreciate All it. Right. right back after this. It's another one. Another one, yeah, it's Kenny Black, the music machine on the track. Oh, yeah. Lyrics, Donnie, 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 was chilling with some older folks, kinda chilly, help you button up your overcoat. Hold the toast, bottle like half a brick. Schoolgirl, why your kim study Latin lit? Passionate, love to help the less fortunate. Triple threat, had them all without a gorgeousness. Homesick, talking about she love the snow. Different places that a mother and her cousins go. Bungalows, wanna hide like one of those. Do nothing, run around in the underclothes. Summer glow, back home, sipping over yo. Road to riches, she acting like she know the road. Showing you things I ain't supposed to show Next winter, we skiing in the Poconos And in my mind, I'm really hoping so Mind sex, our bond is so emotional 
simple life, top down on the open road. Black and white, like when Jane Michelangelo. Was just being a dad though, like Castro, mom's name Cassandra. To this day, yeah, she still make the best lasagna. It's nothing left for me to ponder. Beat you with a bow like it's a privilege and an honor. We at the penthouse in Palazzo, in the Venetian, we was next to El Chapo. Now we lost out in Cabo. The greedy ass, you a fiend for a taco. Just got those books, she like to read a lot. In the water on them jets like the ski a lot. Tequila shots, batting bougie on the radio. That Jose got her acting like she Quavo. For the pesos, hit me with a pole dance. Made it rain, we got a different type of romance. In the air, love it when you slow dance. She a stallion, she ride, I'm using both hands. Both plan to enjoy this little odyssey. Beach hop to avoid the monotony. Nostradamus, seen it like a prophecy. Mrs. Long, yeah, I'm thinking quite possibly. They look at us like we are novelty. Pop out and paparazzi on the property. It's your boy Bobby V kicking it with the homie Steven Knight on the Steven Knight show. My new single, Love That Shit, featuring my new artist, Zan Man Trippin', Santo Silva, right here, Love That Shit, Veltri Music Group. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Steven Knight show. Before we go, let's highlight our black owned business. I want to highlight uh, KTX Fitness. Now, Keith Thompson, he's the founder of this fitness, and he grew up as an obese child. In 2008, he was working as an IT professional, weighing nearly 300 pounds. Frustrated with the weight, health, and diet books, he decided to attend a step class, and he loved it, and that changed it for him. So he ended up uh, founding, uh, I guess it's Kick Fitness. It was born, and he not only has his own studio, but he also travels around doing different classes, and you can also see the classes on social media. Right now, they're not traveling due to COVID, but definitely check them out. Their website is ktxfitness.com. Check them out. I just want to thank you for tuning in tonight, and we're back next Monday with a very special show. See you next week. Tonight is long, on me. Everything.